Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's really designed to help you reflect and think about your business. I try to pick topics that I think are especially relevant, relevant at a thousand foot level or right in the trenches at a very one foot level as well. Today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I think is especially relevant as we see kind of the environment shifting. And the question that I'm going to be addressing today is, are you a hunter or are you a farmer? Needless to say, both are important in any business. However, I think sometimes being a hunter in the right environment is especially important. So let's first of all talk about that environment and how it's shifted. Over the course of the last couple of months, I've been talking about the environment. I've talked about the fog that we experienced early on in all this and how it really moved from being all around us to ahead of us. I talked about the headwinds and the tailwinds. Go back and listen to some of those podcasts that's talking about the softening of the market that's out there and the consumer fears that you have to be more uh, proficient at addressing. I was also in thinking about this theme of hunter versus farmer. I went back and looked at it about 10 years ago. I gave a talk that was really focused with on a tour with professional remodeler. And it was the title of that particular series was, are you a pro or are you an amateur? And I think that theme of being a pro and an amateur is really a good way to tee this off. So what I want to do is I want to go back and actually share, you know, this simple little dichotomy of being a pro versus an amateur. And I think you can sit back and you can look at this in different ways. You can just reflect on kind of the importance of the question. You can make an interactive discussion, certainly with your leadership team, or you can go back and almost use it as a checklist for yourself and score yourself on each individual criteria being a pro versus an amateur and see, you know, how you do. I think if I ask audiences out there of 100, 200 people, you know, do you consider yourself a pro or amateur? All the hands are going to go up. However, when I drill into this exercise I'm about to do, I have a feeling that there's some areas that you could really shore up and improve. So these are 10 criteria that I would really throw out there and think about some other criteria on your own as well. So the first thing, I think an amateur tends to be very project focused, project focused in that someone called you about a project. It's very much about a project. How do I get the project? However, the pro, I think, has a longer term perspective. They tend to be very client centric. They want to get out there and help the client first and foremost, not necessarily just regurgitate a particular project that the client wants to do. Second is, I think an amateur really looks at their day-to-day and their week as a job, whereas a pro really does see it more as a career. You know, we see this in pro sports all the time. You know, they may pull themselves out of the lineup in a particular game because they know, for example, that that is what's best for their career and what's best for the overall season. Number three is the amateur tends to be very almost mechanical and dogmatic about how 
how they're approaching their uh, process and decisions. They might be telling client, this is how we do it. The only way we do it. And some clients that works and some it doesn't. Whereas I think the pro tends to think out of the box a little bit more. They tend to be a little bit more creative. Number five on my list here for number four, actually, is, you know, I think the amateur really sees changing as an option where the pro sees change as not an option. They've got to adjust and change. You know, I heard many years ago, a good friend of mine said at a talk he was giving, you know, if a business is not changing, it'll become irrelevant. You know, the pros really understand change isn't an option. You've got to adjust and you've got to change. Number five on my list was, I think the amateur really is afraid, afraid of the no afraid of necessarily the client kind of being offended by them not wanting to either do the project. Whereas the pro is much, much more focused on loving the no because it really allows them to get to the deep objection, but also allows them to move on if it's not the right client or project for them. Number six is when it comes to insights, I think the amateur kind of bumbles or bumps into knowledge and insights, whereas I think the pro is more of a student of success. They proactively approach their learning and they bring in advisors and insights to be able to take their game to the next level. And they really have a thirst, I think, that's very, very different. Number seven Amateurs don't generally have coaches and pros have multiple coaches. Recently, I've been watching a little bit of tennis uh, in some of the tournaments going on this summer. And I watched some of the pro tennis tournaments. And it's interesting if you watch the cameras scan up into the stands and you'll see particular teams. They even call them my team out there. And it's made up oftentimes of three, four or five coaches that are focused on skills, agility, uh, fitness, as well as even the, the mindset of what the tennis players are doing. You know, so do you have multiple coaches? This isn't necessarily about going out and hiring multiple coaches, but do you have multiple coaches that you have an investment in a regular relationship with? And that's certainly an attribute of a pro. Number eight is amateurs don't put a whole lot of time and energy into marketing. Part of it is that they they just wait for the phone to ring. Part of it is they write the check for the direct mail or the social media type of things. I would even go as far to say amateurs might spend two or three percent of their time on marketing, whereas the pro, especially now, is spending 10 to 20 percent of their time on marketing. They know that Putting the time and energy into the marketing is going to ultimately not only pay off in the short, medium term, but also position themselves for the future. Number nine on my list is this whole notion of hunter and farmer. You know, I do think that the amateur is more of a hunter today or a farmer today, and they're sitting back waiting, I think, for the harvest to come. You know, oftentimes when I talk to them and ask them, they, you know, are talking in terms of, well, it's summer, it's hot out there, phone's going to ring here shortly. This is fairly typical compared to other years, whereas hunters see kind of, I think, those stars and planets. They see this 
wind shifting, and they're getting out and doing the hunting necessarily to generate the opportunities. And last but certainly not least, I do think the amateur kind of sits back and watches and even wonders what's happening out there, where I think the pro, because of the importance of what they do, they are out there making it happen. So taking that kind of that metaphor and that analogy of hunter versus farmer and going a little bit deeper on that for you, I do think that any organization is going to have great farmers, but also needs to have the right proportion of hunters. And I do think there are times that you have to move away from just farming and harvesting into more of a hunter mentality. You know, the environment out there is really shifting. The phone's not ringing off the hook like it was four, five, six months ago. Sales are taking much longer. Projects are falling off. And those sales skills, I think, are especially important. So similar to what I talked about in terms of amateur versus pro, I want you to sit back and kind of think about what is some of the comparison between being a farmer uh, and being a hunter. So number one, and it really relates to what I just said, and that is that the farmer is going to be very dependent on the environment. How much rain did we get? How much sun did we get? Is it the right temperature? They're going to be dependent on the environment, the market conditions for them to be successful. Whereas a hunter really is not. They wake up every day and say, what do we need to do to make it happen out there? So they're not necessarily... Uh, dependent, but they're adjusting to the environment that's out there. This could be to going deeper in terms of their client base. This also could be adjusting their blend and their prod project type. Uh, farmers tend to be reactive. They react to what the environment, what the weather is doing. Whereas Hunters are more proactive. They are adjusting what they're doing in terms of their actions relative to what the game and what the opportunity is out there. A farmer um, really doesn't focus so much on the uh, the project and doesn't close necessarily the 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 client in the project where the hunter is really focused on the client. They're really, as I said earlier, very focused on how do I get to this particular client and what their objections are that's not necessarily dogmatic and really different. You know, the hunter tends to be a little bit more of an order taker. And an order taker is just that. It's more of an administrator. It's moving the client through the process where the hunter is really more of a sales master. They are using all of their skills in terms of selling techniques, uh, uh, taking the client through the process, really addressing client fears. Uh, a, hunt, a farmer doesn't really have uh, a lot of experience, I think, when it comes to how sharp their axe really needs to be in terms of techniques and skills, where the hunter really is very focused on that tool, on the axe, on the technique to be able to be more successful. Uh, the hunter uh, is also great marketers. 
uh, very focused on getting back to their past clients, getting back to their their uh, the prospects that have been uh, talking to them o- over the course of the next year or so. They're integrating a lot of time into that, whereas the hunter, the farmer doesn't really see that they have time for all those things. And really the last one is that the farmer really does believe very strongly that the environment is going to change, that the environment will ultimately feed them where the hunter truly believes that they're going to be fed by their actions and not necessarily the environment. So I would encourage you, you know, not necessarily to throw out your strong farming skills, but I would encourage you to at least appreciate if you sit back and you wait like the Maytag man for the phone to ring, it probably won't ring and you'll probably be breathing out of a straw once we get into the fall. So I think the more that you really grab a hold of something, some of this thinking and themes and lead by example to your team by being more proactive rather than just reactive, I think you're going to see a lot more success. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Remodeling Mastery Podcast by Mark G. Richardson, supported by Professional Remodeler Magazine, Engage, Leap, Marlamar, and Destination Motivation. Check out our earlier podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.